Hey everybody, I would like to thank StereotypeCo.com for officially sponsoring the podcast and looking out for your boy Chase. And I want to thank them for making awesome clothing, making great content, blogs, conducting awesome interviews. It's a really great platform and I would love it if the Chase Talks Hip Hop family could extend an arm and meet up and please, please support StereotypeCo.com. The reason I support them so heavy is because they support me heavy and i appreciate everything that they do to look out for me i love the clothing i love uh, what dave noodles has done to build the company it's really something i can stand behind and i think it's something you should check out so please if you're tired of me talking about it click the link below and check out stereotypeco.com for awesome awesome content and awesome awesome merch thank you everybody welcome to chase talks hip-hop podcast and today we're going to be talking about the legendary amazing one and only slick rick and if you don't like it eat a dick and slick rick is one of the most important rappers of our time one of the greatest storytellers to ever do it and it's an honor to have this chance to talk about him and how I'm going to be doing this podcast is I'm going to be mixing in a mixture of interviews. I'm going to read his biography. I'm really going to go through the whole gambit of uh, why this individual is so amazing. So please get your popcorn, sit back, get a drink and enjoy the listen. Thank you. Born to Jamaican parents in South Wimbledon, London, on January 14, 1965, Slick Rick, born Ricky Martin Lloyd Walters, who has always been considered ahead of his time as the most successful British-American rapper in music history, brilliant wordplay, the effortless ability to bring life to the stories he rhymed about, dead-on pop culture references, and hilarious one-liners make him the wittiest rapper of all time. He immigrated with his family to the Bronx in the late 70s and attended the LaGuardia High School of Music and Art, where he became friends with future rapper Dana Dane. Rick began to gravitate towards the makeshift music of the streets. The two formed the Kangol Crew and began performing in hip-hop battles around the city. At one in 1984, Battle in the Bronx, Rick met Dougie Fresh and began playing with his Get Fresh crew. In the summer of 1985, the duo released their historic symbol, The Show and La Di Da. Fresh's beatbox of Rick's smooth lyrical delivery turned rap music on its head and MC Ricky D. As Rick had been, as Rick was known then, leaped to a solo contract two years later after an acquaintance with Russell Simmons and Leroy Cohen led him to become the third artist signed at Def Jam Records, the biggest label in hip-hop at the time. Before long, Rick would establish himself as one of the architects of hip-hop. His career in full swing, he released his first solo album in 1988 titled The Great Adventures of Slick Rick. It hit number one on Billboard's R&B and hip-hop charts and was one of the first hip-hop records to go platinum. Rick was preparing to record his sophomore effort, The Ruler's Back, but three weeks of recording sessions were followed by five years in jail. 
With his sudden rise to fame, Rick the Ruler led a flamboyant lifestyle that made him a target in his Bronx stomping ground. He hired a bodyguard, a cousin from Jamaica named Mark Plummer, but Plummer turned out to be trouble and Rick soon let him go. When Rick got robbed and pistol whipped in his home, it was discovered that it was Plummer and his friends. Then the rapper got shot outside a club. Fearing for his life, Rick purchased a gun to protect himself. When he spotted his cousin outside a Bronx store, he panicked and fired several shots, wounding Plummer and a bystander. In the resulting high-speed chase with police, Rick drove into a tree and suffered some injuries. He pled guilty to attempted murder and was sentenced up to 10 years in prison. When he was serving time, his cousin broke into a home, raped a boy, and was shot to death by the boy's father. Rick hurried to complete his second album before serving his sentence in 1991. In prison, Rick proved himself a model inmate, and in 1994, he was granted work release to record his third album, Behind Bars. However, after just six months, the U.S. Immigration and Naturalization Service informed Rick of their plans to deport him. All work release privileges were seized and authorities sent Rick back to prison. He served his time dutifully though and even released his third album, the aptly named Behind Bars. A fourth Def Jam recording, The Art of Storytelling, appeared in 1999. It featured a plethora of big name rappers, Nas, Outkast, Raekwon from Wu-Tang, Snoop Dogg, Kid Capri, Cannabis, and Dougie Fresh. The album is among the few to receive a perfect five mic score from the Source magazine. To this day, the album is considered one of the greatest contributions to the hip-hop genre. These days, much of Slick Rick's story remains untold. The myriad of articles about prison and shootings may sell magazines, but they tend to overshadow the rapper's prodigious and influential body of work. Ultimately, Rick's well-publicized legal entanglements have obscured his art. Rick has spent more than seven years in prison, two and a half for the second-degree attempted murder charges he received for that shooting, and three and a half more years in federal detention center while hassling with immigration services over his residency in the U.S. In a strange dichotomy, though, because Rick's mystique is an integral part of his stagecraft, his allure, as they say, the eye patch, the British accent, the sinister demeanor, it's bewildering. Which part is real? Which is shtick? Clearly, there are moments of deliberate ambiguity in the Slick Rick experiences. Still, plenty of facts uphold the mythos. The eye patch, for instance, is legit, courtesy of glass shard that flew into Rick's eye when he was an infant, and the British accent is genuine. It's a casual refinement, Belly's, ev uh, Belly's every dumb gangster stereotype. Throw in some gleaming grills, some bejeweled ow outerwear, and voila, and voila, and you have the genius of Slick Rick. He's no reticent wallflower. He's larger than life. But what about the music? Does it hold up under scrutiny? Of course. Slick Rick is the hip-hop holy trinity displaying three Rickies in one body, lyricist, producer, and actor. Whereas many rappers speak in the same tone of voice or or uh, become part of a vocal team that explores their diversity, digital underground, Ricky is an aura drama, dra is a oral dramatist, like in the days of early radio shows, who invades the soul of his characters, speaking in their voices with the vocal repertoire that includes little children, jealous boyfriends, grandmothers, police officers, and detectives, to name a few. In short, there's nothing like the Slick Rick experience. Every album is a parallel universe where old-time radio and urban culture collide. Oral theater merges with ghetto fantasy. Rick becomes a character actor with voice-throwing chops, a ventriloquist with envy, and a narrative power greater than Stephen King. In theory, it all seems preposterous, impossible to pull off, impossible to pull off. But because Rick has such a genius gift on the mic, dexterity, cleverness, wit, articulation, fluidity, it works like gangbusters.
Going forward, there is much to celebrate. On May 23, 2008, 18 years after pleading guilty to New York State, New York Governor David Patterson granted Slick Rick a full pardon. In essence, the esteemed governor closed the dark chapter in the book of Slick Rick. Now hope springs eternal, a direct quote from Governor Patterson's official statement. Mr. Walters has fully served the sentence imposed upon him for his convictions, had an exemplary disciplinary record while in prison and on parole, and has been living without incident in the community for more than 10 years. In that time, he has volunteered at youth outreach programs to counsel youth against violence and has become a symbol of rehabilitation for many young people. It's high time the founding father, this founding father of hip-hop, this mastermind of modulation, meter, and tone received the accolades, accolades he so richly deserves. Always impeccably attire there are no other rappers who can touch his style he carries commercial and cultural clout as well his influence cannot be overstated more than any other rapper he's been sampled quoted loved and emulated by each generation that has followed followed him hip-hop is about life and truth and slick rick is successful because he is truly a great storyteller in the timeless tradition liquid television yo yeah, we're back. Yo, MTV Raps, Fab Five Freddy, with an exclusive discussion with my man Slick Rick. What's up, Slick? Same old same. You yeah. Know, I like children's story video. You know what I'm saying? I think it was whack, but you know that's how it goes sometimes in business. Yeah, know? that's true. Well, you get a chance to fix them things up, but you know it's interesting the story in that. But my favorite song off the last album, one of them was the moment I feared. Do you feel like there's any kind of irony in that situation compared to situations you in now on on the legal tip? Um. Yeah. Well, kind of, you know, you situation I ain't never been in before, you know, going to jail and all that, you know. I like to, I like to, you know, make the public laugh, you know, humor them, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And all that fancy stuff, you know. As far as, you know, being moment of fear and all that, mm -hmm. you know, brother just got to handle it, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And the fear besides God, you know what I'm saying, and all that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because that was interesting, because the whole scenario to me was like a motion picture. And, um, and now you kind of living that out, which is interesting, but it's great that we get to talk in between that. Tell me, what's it like? What's your day-to-day -day life like right now? You know, what's the average day for you right now? Well, being out here right now, um, I'm just having fun, you know, making my records, you know, taking advantage of the situation. So, you know, I get them papers, take care of business, you know, got kids and all that. And um, that's it, just having fun, living, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Living. Mm -hmm. And uh, in the background, we hear some of your new material, which is real slamming. Yeah, uh, this one called Shouldn't Have Done It. Me and my man Vance Wright put it together. Vance Wright made all the music and all that. Mm -hmm. You know, I put the lyrics on there, you know. We're just trying to get paper. Ah, get mad papers coming in in a minute. Let's just flip into the next video. And um, we'll be back with more Slick Rick exclusively on Yo! MTV Raps in a minute. Yo! You know, Rick, I noticed a lot of rappers, I mean, you being the first person to come out with that, let's say, that storytelling style, doing other characters, and whatever. there's a lot of other rappers that are doing that style right now. Uh, how you feel about that? I feel nothing against it. I wish them the best, you know. Everybody got to get money, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Just go, hey, get yours. Just don't play me. That old, everything's fine and dandy. Everything's fine and dandy. <laughs> oh, yeah, by the way, welcome back. Your MTV Raps here with Slick Rick, just kicking it around. Um... Musically, though, you know, being that you perfected the style of, the, let's say, the storytelling style, different characters and what have you, what are we going to expect coming up on this album as far as the storytelling? 
a lot of the same kind of like storytelling stuff and you know same same really like really storytelling stuff you know trying to keep up to par you know maybe a little more mm -hmm. a little more uppity or whatever you want to call it you know because when you have a style that's real original i notice in the rap game with so many people in it if your style is really clearly defined and original all you gotta do is just stay on that level in a way because ain't nobody really got up to it yet yeah, true. Makes it easy for me, you know? You know? That's true. true. People know who did it, who does it, and where to go to get it. And um, also, Rick, you told me you did a, you dedicated a song to your little baby boy? Yeah, it's called It's a Boy. It's, you know, for my little Rick. It's little Rick. His name is Little Ricky. What's the flavor? His name is Rick, too? Yeah. Little Ricky? <laughs> What's he like? He's all right. He's chill. I'm going right. to see him at the end of the video. I know. We're going we gonna to grab him and bring him in here. But I think... Um, we should move into that video, Hey Young World, dedicated to your little son. All right, no problem. All right, cool. Yo, MTV Raps, Fab and Slick Rick in a minute. We back. Yo. Yeah, we're back. Yo, MTV Raps, Fab Five and Slick Rick in the house. Yo, Rick, I was remembering, man, about two years ago when you was on my show. Remember? We went shopping, something B-Boys like to do, Gucci's. Diamond District, 47, where else we went? Polo, got a little polo here and You know what I'm saying, remember? Hmm, that was kind of um, fly, wasn't it? Yo, Slick, man, a lot of people don't know too much about your background, like how you got into hip-hop and everything. Let's tell us a little bit. About well, I, I, I was born in England, I came over here in like 76, everybody was into hip-hop, you know. What you think, Rick? I think you really should get these right here. Those are kind of cool. Hey, Mike, let us see a pair of them. Would yeah, you me, mind? You don't mind, man. Thanks, Mike. Oh, yes, it's called The Great Adventures of Slick Rick. It's a really, really good album. I produced it. I'm paid already. You don't have to buy it, but buy it. More money in my pocket. Yo, Rick, it was real cool, man. Hey, thanks a lot, it was man. definitely cool. We got to do it again. Yo, that was kind of wild, right, Rick? True. <laughs> hey, yo, Rick. On a serious tip, man, you know, like we talked earlier about the little predicament that you have and on the legal side and what have you, and we know you're in the process of working that out and what, you know, but is there something you want to say to all your fans who also, you know, are curious about what's happening and everything and how you feel about all this? Mm, well, I would say, you know, I tell them, like, you know, no matter what kind of situation you get in, no matter how mad you get, you know, never never try your best not to never take law in your own hands, you know, it ain't worth it, you know, you got to think of your future, sometimes you got to swallow your pride and all that, mm. you know, that's just how that go. That's interesting. That's a strong message coming from Slick Rick, and uh, that's real potent, man. You know, the way that, you know, it takes a lot of courage. Yeah, yeah, true. true. Rick, the modest one. <laughs> anyway, let's just flip into this next video. We'll be back with more from Slick Rick in a minute. Music. Rap, rap music. Yo. Yo. Rap music. Yo. Oh uh, yeah, we're back. Yo MTV Raps with little Ricky. Say hi Rick. <clears throat> Over here. Say hi. Yo MTV Raps. <laughs> this is Slick Rick's little son, little Ricky, <clears throat> on your MTV Raps. And uh, Ricky, come on. Do -do 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 -do. And we got Vance right over here. What's up, Vance Right? All right, cool. Talking to the mic. Here <laughs> we got it. <laughs> so Vance, um, tell us a little bit about what you did on the album. Uh, me and Rick did the whole album mm -hmm. and um, Slamming. 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 
what are, what are some of the tracks like? I mean, musically, did you do anything different? Because the tracks you all do are always pumping. Yeah, well, we tried to, you know, be unique with a lot of the samples and not, you know, try and use a lot of stuff that's been used already. So, got a lot of different stuff, new sounds that haven't been heard before. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's exciting. So, Rick, got a look, got a little Ricky here. <clears throat> got a new album getting ready to come out. And you got some serious legal problems that are getting ready to be ironed out. And uh, how you feel about your future as of right now? Well, right now I feel it's like it's positive. You know, I got out here to make some more cash. Should have gonna be trucked up like this and all that. <laughs> and you know, we just chilling. My man Vance Wright made the slab and Dre shouldn't have done it by himself. You know, I just put the lyrics on it. You know, yeah. we just making money. And that's real cool. And everything's gonna be worked out with Slick Rick. He has some problems, but everything's gonna be like I said, it's gonna be ironed out. And the and the track, the video is called. Shouldn't have done, done it. Shouldn't have done it. Yeah. It ain't I shouldn't have done it what I did, but even though I shouldn't have did that too. That's funny, right? <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's all it's about, you know. <laughs> it's about relationships. Um, you know, I was cheating on a girl and you know, I, was, I shouldn't have done it because she, she tried to kill us up the end. <laughs> Rick Slick Rick with another incredible story and let's go into the video. Thanks a lot, Rick, for sharing the time and telling the story to the whole audience out here. And uh, we out of here on your MTV raps. Peace. Right, Ricky? You like that, right? I'm going to let you take my job in a minute. All right, this is the first verse from I Shouldn't Have Done It. You know, a little something. I'm go like this. Well, I'm going to tell you a story and I come out bluntly. Born an ugly child. Hey, nobody will want me. Used to walk around and get upset and upset. Till I figured out ways to make myself look better. As I got older, my awareness... An all-new episode of Bootleg MTV is just 30 minutes away with live performances from Faith No More, Def Leppard, Black Crows, Yes, and R.E.M. Next, stay tuned for the wildest show on television, The Idiot Box with Alex Winter, right here on MTV. What's up, family? My hip-hop head, the culture is here. It's your boy, Craze, holding y'all down once again. I'm going to be doing some new things, going into my archives now of 20-year-old footage of hip-hop, certain moments in time that I think is special and have a lot of meaning, but also can educate y'all and let y'all learn something. I've been doing this for a very long time. I want to make sure y'all continue to subscribe. I want to make, make sure y'all continue to share the content. You know what I'm saying? Please just help me grow. As I get big, you get big with me, and don't think I don't see all my loyal people holding me down. I appreciate y'all, and I'm definitely going to shout y'all out in the upcoming videos. So take a listen and watch for it. Peace. Independent, though. You're pushing right, the independent, book independent, independent right? Independent. I'm pushing <laughs> <it>. <laughs> Slow Get that paper. Talk to my show. $12.50 a heart. Oh, yes. Yes, we do. You know, that's Slick like Rick the Ruler. Oh, His These music gentlemen. is timeless. timeless. Thank you very much. You know, he got, he got, you know, Slick Rick got legitimate beef uh, that he might be the best ever, too. Okay. Like, we got two, hold up. Uh -oh. We got two of the best ever candidates on the planet Earth. That's what you got to understand. When motherfuckers make music 20 years ago, uh -huh. And you throw it on right now, that's real. Mm. and that shit is current mm. right that's now. Exactly. When you feel like that shit is crazy, hey, like these niggas is like, forget about it. I say, I've been around for a minute, but not even in the best days that I've been around. There's no way in the world better than their era. True that was the shit. True that was the real 
dopest time ever in hip hop. We here to pay homage to you. That's that. We yeah, here to hear all that. Yeah, listen, <laughs> listen. Ricky, Ricky D, Ricky D called me. This is so crazy. Uh huh. Cause I, I went to stalk KRS. Cause they didn't let me. They didn't let me perform in the Bronx for like five years. You see how the police is. Yeah, so I crazy. said, not only am I gonna give the Bronx a treat by me perform, I'm gonna sneak in my idol. You gotta understand, that nigga's like God to me. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like that's my idol. Like like right right. God is here, and he's like in one tier under. You know, if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't have rapped. Okay. You know, I always wanted to be like him. So I said, if I touch the Bronx, I gotta bring KRS-One with me, and niggas is gonna, it's gonna blow their mind. Then your man Ricky D hit me up. Crunch time, it was like, yo, Joe, you my brother, you always support me, I'm coming through. Uh. I was like, oh, shit. I know they have to hit you right here. Oh, these are idols. These are people that, you know, I remember being in the crowd, like the niggas waiting outside right now, mm -hmm. in lines, freezing. I was that dude in the front of the stage, like this, you know, wilding out. You know, skate key, all that shit, all, all, the, all the back in the day shit. So, like, these are guys that are like, even know how to explain it to you. They icons. There's like, there's no icons, legends, guys that laid job. the pavement. Gods, man. You know, gods. gods. So I guess Rick, I guess I, I, I like to ask you this. Then, since Joe was inspired by you and Chris, guess who was your inspiration then? Cold Crush Brothers. Cold Crush. Cold Crush. You know, they had it going on so powerful back in the day in the Bronx. You know, that's where it all started from. You know. Uh -huh. That's for all the cameras and the lights and all that, kid. You know what I mean? So, just gotta remember where you come from sometimes, you know what I mean? Keep it real, you know? We took an English language, we slanged it up, you know what I mean? And we, we just took it, we ran with it, and we created hip hop, became a billion dollar industry, you know what I mean? Don't forget where it came from. And as long as you got morals, uh -huh. Mm. As long as you got morals, kid, Cat mm. will always be interested in your behind. Word up. So just remember that. And shout out to my man Fat Joe and my man KRS. That's right. Let me tell you a story right quick, man. True story. When I left, I left my house when I was 14 years old. John Lungi, what's up, my brother? How you doing, man? How's everything? All day. How's everything? How's everything? How's everything? Still doing it, man. in the Bronx. Huh? A lot of the Bronx came out, huh? A lot of the Bronx came out. The Fever's in the building. Club 2000's in the building. So I turned around. So I turned around. When I was 14 years old, I left my mother's house. I couldn't get along with my father. So I'm staying in the Crackhead Hotel by Dodge High School, up right up the block on Fordham. The niggas is getting high, shooting dope in front, all that shit. So even though I left my mother's house, I was still shook in a way. The only way I could block out outside the noise from outside, niggas shooting, niggas fucking up crackheads and all that shit, was bumping his album all night long so I could sleep. So I, I know everything from Davey, Davey Cryer, King of the Wildfire. So the nigga actually helped me survive. You know what I'm saying? As a young kid, he helped me survive. Just listening to his music gave me courage to just, you know, go out and do what I had to do. So it's, it's monumental, man. This is definitely this is, it. This is crazy. Appreciate it, Joe. All access exclusive.
Bring you still, do you still see some of your influences in, in music today? Like through a lot of the artists that came out with the Why not? Just hip hop in general. You know what I mean? Like, I studied hip hop since I was a child. And it's still here. You know what I'm saying? It's a melting pot. It's a melting pot. It's like. It's almost like 30, 40 years but after Vietnam, you know what I mean? We're not performing everybody's for going side by side, everybody's questioning why we even fought in Vietnam in the first you know place, you know what I mean? We never got a straight answer. It's like 30, 40 years, years later, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And we all yes. here again, you know what I mean? A lot of cats got assassinated. A million dollars. From white to black to Oriental. We coming through with a million dollars. Bob Marley got assassinated. By Malcolm X. Nice. You got Ricky King, Ross, you see him on John Bones. F, Robert F, mm -hmm. you see him throwing the list goes on, John Bones. Lennon, you know what I mean? All on the same path of trying to say, how do we melt together without causing problems to some fucking body? Somebody don't like it. Somebody don't like us embracing each other. <laughs> One additional question, it's a little off the subject, but what made you wear all the jewelry, man? What originally made you say, I'm a... Because I, I grew up in this environment. <laughs> Environment, and I saw like beauty. You can see beauty once, you either, that, you either embrace it or you reject it. I don't care who had it on. Could have been a pimp, a drug dealer, a nice guy, a, a, a celebrity. Once you see beauty, you embrace it. Nice car. Don't everybody embrace BMs and Benzes and Rolls Royces? It's not. There's nobody who's driving there. It's beauty. You embrace it. You, you, embrace it. you know what I mean? Oh, so, so, so you still see your, your hip hop jewelry influence today? I, I can see it in the It's hard because we got a lot of. We got, Rick. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Let me get my brother. Appreciate it. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Rap City. It's your man, Joe Claire. And I am at the Diamond Quasar with my, with my man, Jacob. It just laces everybody that's in hip-hop. That's where everybody comes. All the big ballers and shot callers come to get, you know, their diamonds and things. Well, today our guest has sort of set the trend for this. He's been here forever. He almost needs no introduction because he bought you a teenage love. Word. Now it might seem strange, you better take hints quick and make the right change. A teenage look. He said, hey, young world, slow it down. Righteous laws are overdue, and this is a message that the ruler break through, and it's true. Told us children's stories. Y'all know who I'm talking about. Slick Rick the Ruler. The one and only Slick Rick the Ruler. Today, here on Rap City. Y'all stay tuned. We'll be back in a second. Just flossing. Just flossing. Yeah, we're still here at the Diamond Quasar, your man Joe Claire. We're awaiting the arrival of Slick Rick. And this is Jacob. He's pretty much the lacer of the stars. Now, can you, can you tell me, why do the people come to you, man? Why people come yeah, to you? Yeah, why is this place so popular? I guess I, I took the jewelry to the next level. You know? I started designing some year 2000 jewelry, you know? Okay. So be different. 
to be different. Yeah, now, now like this. Like, who was the first, like, major rapper or major star to come in? You remember? First major rapper was Biggie Smokes. Biggie? Yeah. Biggie came here. Biggie. And, well, you know what happened. After I Biggie, had some original pictures with Biggie. Well, we going to have to check those out. Ago, yeah. And also, uh, Biz Marquis was one of the original. Okay, okay, okay. I made his first Biz ring, you know, the big The big one? Right. Yeah, that, okay. Oh, okay. Right. Oh, okay. So, you know, you know, now everybody can come in. You don't have to be a star. He has pieces for everybody. He has all uh, 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 income levels. Can you, can, you, can you point out some, like, major pieces to us real quick, man? My latest piece? Here, I made this beautiful bracelet. It's about 42 carats and diamonds. 42 much. carats and diamonds. And diamonds. Set in platinum. Set in platinum. I don't even want to ask how much it costs. Each stone is carat and a half, and the largest one is the largest ones are three and a half carats each. <laughs> That's somebody's house. I'm gonna go ahead and put that back down. And I made this watch. Just finished it this week. Please, would you please get the watch? Could you? Could you it's all invisibly set. Over 100 carats of Princess Cut diamonds and platinum. People ask me what I'm gonna name this watch because there's still no name. So I guess I'm gonna. Yeah, name, what are you gonna name it? I made this from scratch, so I guess I'm gonna name it DQ. DQ. Diamond Quasar. Diamond Quasar. Well, listen, y'all stay tuned. I'm gonna finish looking at some pieces. Hey, did you see this watch? What's this? The, That's Cartier with original diamonds on it. Uh, Rolex with diamonds. Piaget with diamonds. Yeah, y'all stay tuned. We'll be back in a minute. Joe Claire, just floss with my man Jacob today. Oh. So you gotta see Jacob. Jacob right here, 47th and 6th Avenue. Big Willie, got all the stars, you know what I'm saying? Haggle with him, he's working out, you know what I mean? Word up. And that's how it go, you know? Word up. Now, now, now please tell me that you haven't got rid of Dookie. Now I still got the goal, you know what I mean? I still got the goal, but you know, I gotta play both games. I play the platinum game, I ain't gotta play the gold game too, you know what I mean? So. Can we look at your, now, can we look at your piece? This piece right here? Now that's, that's. That's I lost one of my stones. Jacob gonna fix it for me, right, Jake? You got me on some reels. Yeah, Jake. Can you tell one joint gun? I can tell. Yeah. Oh, you got real close. Yeah, one of you can tell. That's all the easy. Well, look, we, I want to get into you. You got the new album. Okay. Got to talk about the new album. Want to talk about hip hop? We want to talk about your career, man. Okay. Not a problem. All the ups and downs, everything. Is that all right? Not a problem. Y'all stay tuned. Rap City coming to y'all today from Diamond Quasar. Getting our floss on. For real, for real. When you were, um, you know, 
incarcerated, did you get to keep up with hip hop? Did you get to, you know, find, keep up with the trends or was it like you just went into your own world? Back then it was um, Biggie Smalls making the ruckus, Tupac, right. Snoop, you know what I'm saying? They was making the ruckus while I was doing the little time. So you, so. You, 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 didn't, you didn't miss a step at all? What did you tell me? Like, you kept like, up with that. Yeah. So on and so forth. From, from that time until like right now, how is, uh, What's the difference since you've been here longer than me? You know what I'm saying? And most of the people watching, most of the rappers that are out there, what's the difference now between now and then? Um, back in our days, we was more on some happy-go-lucky party-party tip, you know what I'm saying? Now they be on some rah-rah tip, crazy, some gangster tip, some old selling mad drug tip, some old robbery tip, you know what I mean? Um, Besides that, though, rappers get mad more money, though, you know what I'm saying? You know, a lot of businesses is um, using rap to um, sell their product, you know what I mean? Rappers is making movies, Will Smith, for example, Lauren Hill getting five joints on the Grammys. So, you know, things are moving up, you know what I'm saying? We just got to find our little boundaries, you know what I mean? Are you uh, still in the rap game for the happy-go-lucky for the party? Is that why you still do it? Um, I do it because I, I love the craft, you know what I mean? It's like God gave me a gift. He said, yo, have your fun this round, you know what I mean? I used to be a mail clerk, you know what I'm saying, Joe? Right up, yeah, I was a mail clerk, little library clerk, played law firms, you know Rick. what I'm saying? I was a mail dude. I mail, ran the mail room at a TV station, Rick. I feel you. So I feel you. You take you going where you got to go. Yeah, so I was a little mail clerk, you know what I mean? And it just blew up. So, boom, man, everybody likes to see a star, you know what I'm saying? Ain't no wrong with looking good, you know what I mean? So boom, yo, they on some platinum tip now, so boom, might as well get the platinum tip. They'll say, wing a wing a wing a wing. Now the name of your album is The Art of Storytelling. However, that is the name of a song off of Outcast album with uh, which you were featured. Now explain the Outcast hookup first of all. First of all. Alright, um, Outcast Click, they made a song called All the Storytelling, and they wanted to do a third verse, and they said, well, who not better than Slick Rick for storytelling? So I did they verse, the third verse on they joint, and you know, politics, how that go. They would say, you do one for me, I do one for you. So we did the street talkers on my album. As a matter of fact, we got the video. We're going to check it in a second. What made you name your album The Art of Storytelling? The reason why I named it The Art of Storytelling is because it is. First, I was going to name it The Um, I Own America. But that didn't really fit the whole title of the album. The Art of Storytelling fit it a lot better, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like, I like to tell stories. That's a part of my little comedy, you know, package. That's how you get that. So, The Art of Storytelling, you listen to the album you can see it's like the art of telling visual pictures you know the whole shebang you know what i'm saying so it fit better you know what i mean outcast and cats they had no problem with it so we went ahead and did it you know what i mean boom and everything's lovely matter of fact let's get into that video right now street talking oh let's break up a piece of hip-hop myth you and dougie fresh are not a group Y'all are just two cats who did songs together. Hey, were y'all ever a group? You know what it was? Dougie Fresh was already established, you know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. And he just put me on his ship for a second when we did Lottie Dottie in the right. show. It blew up. It, it, you know what it was? We didn't expect it to blow up like it did. It just like said, whoa, dog. So, so after 
after that, it was like, the ship was like rocky, like, what the hell? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm a star that ship, kid, you know what I'm right. saying? So I said, look, I ain't gonna rock your boat, you know what I'm saying? Because right. you know how money gets split up, you know what I'm saying? Right. I wanted like at least 40% or 30%, you know what I'm saying? So I didn't want to rock your ship that hard, so I stepped off. And there wasn't no, no hard feelings and I like that. Okay, so, for, for years, everybody like, yeah, there was a proof. And then, uh, you know, Rick went on and just was like, you know, I was like, they would never group. I tried to tell people, people wouldn't listen to me. So once and for all, that's all done. It's over with. But you work with Bang. Yeah, man, that's right, you know what I'm saying? That's, that was my DJ, you know what I'm saying? Right. You know, he's doing his thing too now. He got two kids, the family man, all that, you know what I'm right. saying? It's, uh, it's, it's kind of wild. People becoming family men now. And rappers are, uh, you know, from, from, from when you were making records, but now got families and kids. Sure it is, yo, we grew, yo, I'm like in the, you know, I'm in the 30 tip, you know what I'm saying? Right. So, yo, gotta look at it like this. When we was growing up, we was listening to rap. That don't mean we gotta, now we get older, we gotta be on some Smokey Robinson tip, not knocking that. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because that's all fly too. But we ain't fall off the off the earth. You know what I'm saying? We just don't want to hear that rah rah. I'm the greatest drug seller. You know what I'm saying? I'll snatch your mom's purse quick, fast. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? We just ain't on that. We older. We got kids. You know what I'm saying? Cause times just change. It is cool to look bummy and be a dumb dummy. Disrespect your mommy. Come on, man. Oh, Slick Ricks doing our thing at the Diamond Quasar, having a, a flossy good time today. Who you feeling up in hip hop right now, man? Who, who turns you on? I like you see, I like different customs, different folks. You know what I'm uh -huh. saying? I like Red Man, new joint with Buster. You know okay. what I'm saying? I like Missy joints, couple Missy joints. I like Lauren Hill joints. Right. I like um. Yeah. Um, I like Mob Deep's new joint. Yeah, that quiet um, storm. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Um, you know, Busta, Nas is, is decent. Right. You know what I'm saying? Raekwon, you know that's my man. He's making do you hear, um Do you hear your influence in, in, in rappers? Um, you have to, you don't have to name nobody because you know they might be biting on No, no, I, I wouldn't say. I, I would say they just they appreciate each other's work. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Each one teach one. You know what I mean? Like, Diamond Quasar, Joe Clee, Slick Rick, the rule of the day, just flossed out. I don't even think y'all TV sets can take all of this flossing we got going on today. So, you know, if we break TV sets, contact BT. I ain't got